Welcome, Lena, to the third episode of Paradis Talks. We are glad to have you here. Hello, Rade. Thank the... you for having me here. Yeah. Sorry about like the scheduling thingy. I'm glad we Twas... could finally work it out. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good as well. How are your mental state after the midterms? Um, I'm trying to keep up with everything, with um, all my studies, the assignments that I haven't done, but it's I think it's going well. It's going pretty well. Okay, great. So what classes do you have for this semester? Um, this semester, <clears throat> I'm studying international, I'm majoring in international studies. So okay. I'm taking some major classes and I'm trying to see if I could take, um, you know, if I could study a minor um, mm. with my major uh so you are studying international studies for now and have you declared that or not uh my minor no not yet but i am taking an introduction to law class yeah uh as well as a management class Mm -hmm. um so i'm like trying to see if i could um if law suits me better or if i could like go and study like and have a minor in business okay and how is is going for you so far um, I think it's going pretty well, yeah. um, especially after, like, I do realize that it is a r- the right major for me. Okay. So, yeah. So, you were majoring in architecture before in the University of Sleimania? I was studying architecture in the University of Sleimania for a year. Yeah. And um, the first semester of that was on campus, was everything was fully on campus, and then uh, when COVID hit, we had to switch back to online and because engineering and architecture, especially um, during the first year, everything is more practical okay. and we couldn't attend um, the university halls or anything. So we had to do everything online, which was pretty difficult, but we managed through it. Yeah. So you have been through online with AOS as well, right? Did you take any online classes in AOS? Yes. So which one do you think is better? Uh, the University of Slemania or iOS when it comes to online? Um, when it comes to online, I would say that depends on the resources and the experience of um, the faculty and the professors. Um, I I do think that AUIS did a, a way better job than the University of Sully because University of Sully, they needed more time to adapt to the mm-hmm. changes yeah. and for students to get um, used to everything and get over their technical problems because we did have a lot of issues facing us uh, with the students as well as with the professors and the lecturers and everything. I think AUIS managed to do a better job at that. Yeah, and the thing is like, I remember when we started with online, it was like we went back home over the weekend and we started like Tuesday from next week. So it was pretty fast like how they adapted to everything. And yeah. I remember the first class that I had online, it was with Miss Haley, it was about English reading, 100, yeah. And she had like a live on Facebook. <laughs> she had students joining in and some were making jokes and it was weird times. It was weird times, yeah. Well, it did take a lot more time than just a week. Just a week no, no, for, for iOS, it's only a few days. Like, it wasn't even yeah, a week. It took a lot longer than that. It, was, um, it wasn't just because of the technical difficulties. Um, it was because um, some of the students were not provided with, like, did not have a good internet at home or did not have, like, um, good devices that they could manage to study on properly. So I do think that many other things um, affected the way uh, the students approached, the students in the university approached the online learning. 
Yeah. And do you think it ever worked, like the online teaching? Uh, it it could work for more classes that are theoretical, but mm. with engineering and um, with architecture especially, things are more practical and you have to be, um, you know, in class and you have to like get face to face and like um, personal feedback from your uh, professors. Yeah, so I mean, like uh, we had like practical classes that were online with like labs and stuff in our first semester there. And yeah, it was so unnatural to do these things online. Like we had to use simulators and stuff like that. And also for, like for theoretical classes, when you you don't get the full experience like with online, of like staring course, at screen is it's not the best thing to do by any time, and it's not going to be the college experience that you need to go through in order to learn and do stuff yeah i think a big part of learning is to like to have that experience of meeting new people going to new places um being in a different environment in general so it's kind of it gets a bit more difficult over time if you like keep doing everything online and um, from home and on your computer and it takes away a lot of that um as how you mentioned the university experience yeah, so you were at University of Slaimania as an architect and you changed for AOS as an IS student. How did that happen? Um, so for architecture, I've always admired, like when traveling, when going to places, I've always admired um, how buildings were made and how certain things were um, in their places. So that, like, that really made me interested in studying architecture. But when you actually go and um, study something academically, yeah, it's different um, than what you it's, think. It's yeah. very different. Yes, yeah. um, I still love architecture. I still love buildings, and I've learned a lot in my first year. But um, I, I did realize that um, social science is a better fit for me overall for for studies and um, to something that you know I would do in in my career. Okay, so let's change to your childhood. How was that? Like, what do you remember? What are the things that affected you the most? Um, well, to be honest, I don't remember much of my childhood for some reason. Like, I I do know that there are gaps, but I do know I also know that I had like um a pretty pretty normal childhood. Like yeah. as any girl, I grew up in Sully. I've lived with my parents um i've always been attached to my family a lot especially my grandmother um my grand like my grandfather's sister let's say we were all living together and i was always spending time with them um i still am and i think that they had a big part in um in how i am today and like what i like and what i don't like and how i act in like day-to-day basis so where did your passion for movies and series started and like what is the earliest memory you have um so this goes back to my childhood of course and like the time i spent with my family um i was just talking about this the other day actually last night with a friend um as long as i for as long as i can remember we used to have like these things the the dvd players yeah and um 
we like we all of us like used to have one at home and i remember my dad every time new movies would come out yeah. he would bring new cds and um we would spend like fridays fridays were like movie movie nights movie nights and yeah. movie days and yeah. we would sit and watch different kinds of movies all day so i remember like every week every other week new movies would come out and my dad would used to like bring all of them and we would all just sit down as a family and watch everything together yeah i mean so, good job that's the best thing you can do for your family by now yeah and yeah, what so, um, what, what do you remember from these movies like do you remember specific movies that you watched during that time um well, one of the movies that I very specifically remember, and it's still one of my favorite movies, is White Chicks. Okay. Um, so, my dad, he used to love that movie, and, like, um, are you looking it up right yeah. now? Yeah, it's Did a comedy crime. No. It is, it's such a good movie, and it's such a classic. Yeah. Um, I so think I have. Yeah, I think I have, yeah. You probably have. Yeah. Um, he even, like used to um our story times our bedtime stories yeah. was about this movie <laughs> and several different movies of course but this yeah. is the one that um kind of like it came to my mind right away yeah. um i still watch it from time to time it's a comfort movie of mine and, yeah. Um, yeah yeah so let's go back to like how your childhood was so I did have a pretty good childhood. Like all I remember was I was spending a lot, a lot of time um, with my family, especially with my grandma and um, my mother's aunt, who was, you know, they were living together. I was spending most of my time with them. And um, yeah, like all I remember was I was going to school and they were teaching me at school, like, you know, members of my family were teachers at that school. Um, I used to come home, go out with friends and, you know, it was it was pretty good. And then I remember in 2009, um, the cinema, like the city cinema, it opened up. 2009? I think it was 2009. That's pretty cool. We didn't have cinema in Basra until 2017. Really? Yeah. I remember, like, the first movie we watched, like, we went to watch um, 2012, the movie about oh, the end of the world. world. I think that was 2009, right? It came out in... Let me see, uh, because I've seen it for the first time in NBC2 in 2012. Uh, I don't know when it was released. Let me check that. Yeah, it's 2009. 2009. So yes, that was like the first movie they played. And I remember I went there with my um, with my mom, my dad, um, my older, my sister. Like, she's younger than me, but like, she's... Okay, I have two sisters. One of them is older. How do I explain this? Okay, I have two sisters. Like, they're both younger than me, but like the one who's... Older, older like my second sister okay the oldest youngest you get the point yeah um we all went there and we watched that movie together and it, it was such an oh, I don't know, experience yes seeing the end of the world and now we're like way past that where we're in t it's 10 years after 2012 and a lot of things have changed and um i think that's that's uh, one of um the earliest one of my earliest memories. Yeah, I that I when it came out in 2012, they uh, they made this huge advertisement about mm -hmm. like how the Maya predicted the end of the world on yeah. the 12th day in the 12th month of 2012. And then I I remember very well on that day, like it was December something. Yeah, December 12, 2012. It was it was, it was a raining. very very 
scary day. It was raining. It was raining here as well. Uh, no. Yeah, in Basra it was raining. Really? Yeah. No, I remember it was like a very, very normal day. And I was like, is this the end of the world? <laughs> is this it? And I was waiting like any second, you know, for something to happen. But like the day went out pretty well. Yeah. And so we... you were pretty disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did feel a bit disappointed, to yeah. be honest. But... um. Yeah, so like I grew up watching movies with my dad, so I am familiar with um, with a lot of the movies that were coming out at that time, before 2009 and after 2009. I mean, he still does that, but it's different. Like we have Netflix now, we have um, we have other like Stream other platforms. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, and like about this movie again, like 2012, we watched it. Also, I watched it with my family. Mm-hmm. And it was like a pretty cool experience to see how the world would end. And yeah. Like, yeah, we are going to spoil the movie for now. We, it ends with like how they created this ship, which is kind of a metaphor to how Noah saved the world mm-hmm. with the ship, and pe- only the rich people would. <laughs> <laughs> which seems a very realistic thing by now standard uh, about like how the rich would only survive them. <laughs> and I remember specifically like there was this scene in the movie, um, the people like they were. It looked like that they were going on a vacation and they were looking around at the ship and everything was provided for them. And looking like looking back at that, it's it's kind of sad to see that only like it's not very inclusive for everyone to survive. I mean, can we save everyone on one ship? It's not it's not possible, but yeah. it's also like not fair. But it's also fair in a way because they do have a lot of money to pay for. Uh, yeah, but I think they designed it in a way like to only take few samples of everyone, mm-hmm. so they can repopulate Earth after. Yeah, that that didn't happen. Yeah, it was also the, that one funny scene about like how the Queen of England was saving her dogs. She walked into the ship with her dogs. I don't remember that scene. Yeah, yeah, I remember that scene very well. She she came out of the plane and she had like her dogs and everything. And yeah. she did. And there was like also this girl who uh, didn't get the, it was a green card or uh, something like about the ticket to the ship. Mm-hmm. And like she wanted to get it from this guy, but he said no. But then at the end, she got on the ship and he didn't. So she gave him the middle finger. And the ship sailed away, yeah. I <laughs> actually don't remember I think that, that was scene. the first time that I've seen the middle finger in my life, 2012. Really? Yeah, it was in front of my dad. It was very weird. <laughs> yeah. I remember there was this um, this uh, guy with, uh, what do they call it? I think they were in Saudi Arabia. Uh, the Agal and the, uh, yeah, the Agal Dishdasha. Dishdasha and yeah. I remember that very specifically. Yeah, of course, and it looked like he was going bring... on a vacation and he yeah. was happy and he was smiling and he was yeah. looking out around the ship. Yeah, of course they can afford the tickets, of course. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what other like cinema-related movies do you remember from that time? Um, so this is 2009, what else does? Yeah, I remember Inception. Mm, so you saw it in the cinema? Inception, did you see it at the cinema? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I watched it with my family. Uh, I've seen that movie a couple of times. I still don't get the ending. I still can't figure it out. Yeah. Um, I don't want to spoil the movie. You can. I mean, we can put like a spoiler alert thing and you can. Yeah. I Okay. I don't remember if like that last scene yeah. is a, like, is... a dream or not. Yeah. Yeah. It is like kind of an open ending. 
they put it there too. But isn't yeah. that like how it is with all of Christopher Nolan's movies? Mm. I mean, like some, some of, of some of them had like a very clear ending, like yeah. the Prestige. We we find out. Have you seen the Prestige? Uh, I don't. It's I don't about the two magicians. The two magicians. Yeah, 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 I've heard of it. I've and heard everything. Of it, yeah. yeah. So with the with the Prestige and the Batman trilogy, I think we get like a clear ending. But like with even with Interstellar, we have yeah, a clear yeah, ending. Yeah, But, but Inception clear. was one of those who had like an open ended. But I've seen like video theories about like how uh, they explained it very well about like how it's not a dream mm-hmm. because like I don't know they interpreted how the thingy that was spinning yeah in a way that's not how it does that in, in the real world so yeah so it's not a dream well Hopefully. generally I don't like when movies I don't like it when movies have open endings. Because it keeps it keeps the thought like it keeps it, it it's this thing that in my brain that I keep thinking about it and it does not leave me alone until I figure it out and it's pretty hard because like you don't know what the ending is and you don't know how things end. I, it's also like a way for like some people does it because like it adds suspense and talk about the movie. But I think yeah. like a lot of authors when come to the ending like they are afraid to choose. How it's going to end. That, it's like when yeah. you end your thesis or essay with like an open-ended question. It's because you haven't figured things out so yet. That, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they keep it open and hope for the best instead of choosing one thing that would either make people love it or hate it. It's also the thought that like, okay, if, if you end it in a certain way that, you know, you might disappoint uh, a group of people if you yeah. end it in a different way. You know, you yeah, but you are going to still do that if you keep it an open-ended. So just pick something. Well, uh, we can leave that question to the directors themselves and to to answer. Okay. Yeah. So afterwards, like after Inception, what 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 is the movie that stuck with you after two thousand and twelve? By now, yeah. Uh, was Grown Ups did did that movie come out in two thousand twelve? I think it was earlier. Let I think check. Yeah, that was one of the movies that I watched. Most of the movies that I've seen, um, I've seen them with my dad. Yeah. Or with my family because yeah, he was the, into the a lot first of one came in two thousand ten. The second one two thousand thirteen. Yeah, I remember Jonah Hex. Yeah. Uh, we saw that at the cinema. Yeah. Uh, that's so cool like I remember do you remember your first like you, was 2012 your first like cinema experience so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah you, you never forget this no yeah. no 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 you never do like I remember my first time it was like Cars 2 yeah it was uh, back in Jordan because we didn't have yeah. any cinema and it was like this cool thing when you get in like into a closed dark room where you mm-hmm are isolated from yeah. the, like I've heard this quote about like how when you are in the cinema it's very similar to when you are in your mother's womb you can't you are mm. detached from everything that's and interesting. you are only like getting the full picture on this big screen with but that only that only works if you're um as for example the reason why I love watching movies with my dad is because we just focus on the movies but no side I, talk yes that's so when I go with friends or me. when I see other people going with their friends and they're taking pictures and they're talking throughout they the movie they have to nowadays they have to it's so it's annoying like you can't you, 
like you have to focus on the movies you can't exactly. ask questions exactly. you can't you know leave you can't that after an- the movie you exactly that that's what that's for yeah. um and the feeling when you step into like the cinema hall and when you get your popcorn and your um yeah, your juice and everything I, I still have that same feeling when i step into a yeah it's it's the best like in 2017 when the movie theater opened in Basra I went there for 32 or 34 times in just one year and you count it each yeah, time yeah I have a list yeah really yeah that's so cool yeah so like by the end of the year by the end of 2017 like even I got in contact with the cinema and mm-hmm. they they re- they were really impressed about like how many times I came to the cinema so yeah. they gave me a tour they gave me like free tickets free figurines oh, yeah that was so that's cool really nice yeah that was 2017 i think it was like the year that i watched the most movies at the cinema mm-hmm. i i used to like collect all my allowance and i would go there like to watch two movies in one day so because, oh, i think like, we did that once really yeah the most i got was three movies in one day at the cinema how how can you keep up yeah so so this is how you do it so back at the time i would collect my allowance for the week mm-hmm. i wouldn't spend anything yeah and if i do that for two weeks because like the cinema used to be far away and i don't have a car so i have to go by taxi mm-hmm. or by public transportation and i have to pay for the tickets which yeah. are not very expensive which are not very cheap and all my food and stuff so it would cost about like i don't know uh 25 to 30 which is in dollars around 20 25 dollars and like this like for, for everything movie? no no ah, for, for everything, everything. yeah okay. so i would go there uh, after school and i would have my lunch and I would watch the first movie then go back and take a rest and then start my second one and it's like, it was like this whole day trip where I go in the afternoon and come back mm-hmm. at six or seven and if I watch like three that's what I went time did it would be like around eight or nine where I, <laughs> I finish that was so cool but then like I had my friend shout out to Mohammed we then started doing this trip together so i'm not alone watching these two movies i'm with a friend that was so cool we did that for a while and yeah life changed well we we did that once yeah. uh i don't remember i only remember one of the movies which um it was it was one of uh, liam liam neeson how, how do i liam neeson, yeah. liam neeson yeah it was, was it taken or no 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 But it was similar. It was very similar. Yeah, it's taken, not taken. Yeah, it's taken. Yeah, taken is the uh, the game. Yeah, the video game. Yeah, uh, it was one of his movies, and I remember by the time that we finished the second movie, we were out of things to say. We we just didn't say anything. Yeah, we went and we got into a car, then we went back and we didn't talk about the movies. None of them. We were yeah. so tired. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, the first one is my favorite. I remember seeing it, I don't know, 2010, 11, something like this. They showed it on TV, and it is a pretty cool movie, and the story is really interesting. About like taken. How, yeah, mm-hmm. about like how he gets his daughter kidnapped after she arrives at this new university. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of his movies, I've, I've noticed that are 
you know, are very similar type. Yeah. He has he has the same role in most um, of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like it's the same for like Bruce Willis. Do you know him? The bald guy in Red and in I don't know other movies. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Like Sylvester Stallone or like mm-hmm. they, they have like this huge hit, so they keep repeating the same movie over and over again yeah. just to make money. Yeah. But like it does suit him. Yeah. The the character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like if people love it and they are still paying, so yeah, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. So then what happened? Like after 2012, let's say. Yeah, I'd say it's, it has stayed the same. Yeah. Uh, then, like, that is, like, the beginning of my interest in movies. I have seen uh, other movies, like, other movies here and there for a yeah. while. And then um, I completely stopped watching movies and I got into watching more um, TV shows and yeah. series. But then I do still love watching movies. Um, so let's end it with, like, your favorite, like, movies. Then we can move it, move to shows, like... A list or... Oh, that's very... Do you have one particular in mind? I don't think I have a very particular movie in mind, but... Like top three, then? Top three... Um, I would say the movies that I remember the most. Yeah. And um, that are, like movies that I can still go back to and watch and have the same fun. Yeah. As I did. That would be White Chicks, for sure. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned, Inception. Okay. There are a lot of other. Oh, this one movie. Uh, what's it called? Who does it start? What's the story? Uh, it's uh, one of Tarantino's movies. Uh, Pulp Fiction, Django, uh, Once Upon love... a Time, and Glorious uh, Bastards. Glorious Bastards. Yeah, I love that I one. I love well. them. I love Tarantino's movies. Yeah. Uh, it is he. I think he's gonna come out with his final movie. His final movie yeah. soon. He's married by now. Do you know that? Hmm? He got married. I think last really? year. Really? Yeah. I did not know yeah. that. And I think they are expecting, or they have a child by now. And I love seeing Tarantino in his own movies. Yeah. Like he has this scene in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. About the coffee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he he does that. It's pretty cool to show and up in like the movies. bed sheets he's yeah. like okay these bed sheets are they're pretty special to me i think they're they were gifts from yeah i think yeah grandparents or his wife i don't remember yeah but i remember the coffee scene uh, coffee and scene. i remember that like they only had like what 30 minutes 45 minutes to do something like to clean up the body and yeah. uh, spoiler alert yeah and the the guy that they i mean if brought... you haven't seen Pulp Fiction by now i don't know what's wrong with you but yeah <laughs> And everything is going so... I know that they're in a rush and they, they need to get things done. Yeah. But then the guy's like, oh, go do this first and then go do that. And they waste so much time and it's <laughs> it's very stressful. <laughs> but like that's no. that's one of the things that makes the movie so... Uh, yeah, I mean, when you get into the cleaning body system, it's not like an easy job to do. You and it is a lot of work. That car was very, like, it was... Yeah, like talking from experience, like, Digging up and killing somebody—it's it's pretty devastating job to do. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's what's wrong with saying that? Yeah. I mean, we all killed someone one day or another. Yeah. 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 So let's move to TV shows and okay. let's go with The Office. Uh, that's. 
Uh, that's why we, everyone, that's why you are here. <laughs> yes, I think everyone knows that by this point that I love I love watching The Office. I've yeah. seen it many many times, yeah. and I still go back and watch like clips here and there. And I use The Office references all the time yeah. with everything, and I love everyone who gets my references. Yeah, that's what she and, said. And but jokes. Yeah. yeah. So how did it started like? Um, I think it was playing on NBC Four for a while. Really, I didn't catch that back then. Uh, it was. I, I saw it on TV, so yeah. I don't I don't know if it was NBC Four. Um, I think there was this uh, Fox Channel. Yeah. It it was you on know, TV. Yeah. Yeah, it was on TV, and I rem- like I I've seen episodes here and there, but like the first time I actually sat down to watch it was was two years ago. It was it was summer twenty nineteen? I think it was summer twenty nineteen. Okay. And I loved it. Yeah. And Did you like, start from the beginning? Of course. Yeah. I loved it, yeah. yeah. And I remember... J- I f- j- just answer this question. Have you finished the first season in one sitting? Like in one watch? Or did you divide? Yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah. That's how you get hooked. Like with all the people who have like loved The Office, when mm-hmm. I ask them down, they have all watched the first season in just one sitting. And I don't understand. Like People usually don't like the first uh, season. They I think that... I love the first season, right? Yeah, it's amazing. The first two seasons... The first three seasons... Yeah favorites yeah it's like it it got down a bit like after season seven we all know why but yeah but yeah they the ending was pretty cool but like the first like two episodes they have episode two with diversity episode mm-hmm. i think uh, that's one of my I, favorite episodes yeah it's so good <laughs> yeah so yeah 2019 you started i think I, season, yes i spent yeah. like half of my summer yeah uh watching it yeah and then I would talk about it all the time. So then I rewatched it in um in our winter break. Yeah. In twenty twenty. Twenty twenty, yeah. And uh for the third time in like our most recent winter break. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one, okay. So they have like kind of um eight, nine months gaps in between me rewatching. And they are still making you laugh every time you see it. Yes. Yeah. I still cry every time uh Dwight says, Michael, you came <laughs> And then he says, that's what she said. So, like, for me, it was 2000... I think it was 18. It's either 2017 or 18. We had, like, our midterms, like, mm-hmm. uh, it was 10th grade. So, we called them Nusasene. Yeah. Yeah. So, I had, like, physics exam the next day. Yeah. But I don't know, for some reason, I just felt like, just fuck it I just sat how down. how did you start what like yeah, it wa- it has been on my list so mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah it was 2018 I remember that because like 2017 uh, I watched my first home it was friends yeah. so I started friends I f- and I finished all of it the 10 seasons with my friend Ahmed and we were like watching 12 episodes a day yeah. so we would go to school uh, come back have lunch and we would have this like watch friends party mm-hmm. where it was me and him on a phone call yeah. and we play the episode and we watched so many we didn't study back then <laughs> we were only watching friends and then like we finished it and for the last episode like we had this thing where i asked my mom to bake us a cake yeah and she wrote like some friends quotes on it it was oh. pretty cool and we watched the finale together at my place and then like we 
we didn't watch any show together like an entire show for mm-hmm. the rest of our friendship but we watched all episodes together for friends that was 2017 the end of 2017 then 2018 started so i said like i need a new sitcom in my life i'm too depressed by now so yeah i said like we were in musana i had an exam the next morning and i opened imdb and the office first season is only six episodes so should i sleep and go to exam the next day having a nice night of sleep or should i start the office yeah so three hours later i finished first season <laughs> i mean was... it's not that many episodes yeah, yeah it's, it's six episodes, uh, it's six episodes so it's two hours yeah and it was the best experience like i don't think i felt that with friends like ever after finishing a season like how we connected yeah yeah and i finished first season i go to exam next day and as soon as i come back it's second season already it's amazing like the jokes are on point you laugh every and sometimes the jokes are so subtle Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And there is the, no laugh track. So if you don't no, no, if you don't no. get the joke, like there is no pressure for you to get it yeah. or you feel disappointed because like you are not getting it. If you don't laugh, you don't laugh. There is no laugh tracks. And have you noticed like each time like after watching it over and over, like you discover new jokes. Yeah. You notice new stuff yeah, that yeah, you haven't yeah. noticed it, before. It, it always keeps surprising you. Like you never get bored with it. Yeah. Never. Like, even after my fourth watch, it's still the same. So... Are you on your... Huh? Yeah, I've completed the series four times. Yeah. And I'm looking back to starting it again. So... Then, like, I stayed put, I finished exam, and my entire break was the office. I finished it, I think, in one week or ten days, something like this. The first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that the was The entire my... show? The entire show. Wow. <laughs> When I get hooked to a series, like I finished How I Met Your Mother in 20 days. And it's oh, nice. I did, I did not like that. Oh, so let's keep the office and then yeah, we can work okay. that. So I finish it and by the time it ends, like you get into this like really nice depressing state of mind mm-hmm. when you finish the office because the ending is so sad and beautiful at the same time. Because it's so sad. I mean, it's the end you kind of expected to go that way yeah like with um with Jim and Pam with um Dwight and Angela and yeah. with everyone else I just wish Michael had more screen time in the final I mean it's really unfortunate that they let him go by season 7 like the show really stunk for a while after he left like with D'Angelo it was Really? I hate D'Angelo. I love D'Angelo. I, I, I hope that his accident happened sooner. And I hope really? he died. Why? I even hope that the, uh, the actor died in real life. <laughs> He's such a bad character. Like, why did, I, why did they think that just, they can replace Michael Scott? He's just the right amount of annoying. Like, no, he's so much annoying. He's not the right amount. I, I don't know. I hate I D'Angelo. Him. I hate Robert California. Are you serious? Yeah, I know. Yeah. James Spader? <sighs> Robert California. Robert really. California. Okay. I hate the guy. He's the worst. You know, I'd love... Like, you just tell me by now that you loved, like... What's his name? The, uh, 
في افريكان امريكان دوت هو كيم ان فور فيو سيزون ادريس البا ادريس البا Did you love him as well? No. Yeah. Not him. Yeah. But I loved Robert California. I loved him so much that I looked him up. Yeah. And he was act like the actor James Spader. He was yeah. acting in this other TV Yeah, The Blacklist, show. right? The Blacklist. I loved The I Blacklist. I haven't started yet. It is amazing. That's yeah. also one of my favorite shows. Do you shows. know that there is a deleted scene in one of like Robert California where he asks out like Jim and Pam for a threesome? I think I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's so it's a deleted I've scene. I've seen it's it on Facebook posts. Yeah, it's so cool, but I still hate yeah. the character. I I loved him. I, we <sighs> let's like agree to disagree, honestly, because okay, okay, okay. But so, why why did you hate him? Robert California. Mm-hmm. He's just annoying. He has charisma. What and charisma? He's a stupid. He's stupid. He's really smart. No, he's stupid. He's really smart. He's way up he... into his ass, Yanni. What? Like, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, that that one Halloween episode, yeah. he goes around and talks like talks to everyone. Yeah. And then by the end of the episode, he makes this story yeah. and combines everyone's worst fear into one story. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. How can you not love him after that, that scene? I hate him that... still. He's so annoying. Like I, I, I get why they added him. They needed to add so much just to replace the mm-hmm. presence of the great Michael Scott. But for me, it's it never got. I didn't get over it. Like season, the rest of season seven, eight, and nine. Yeah. Like I still watch them, but it's not like when I open an episode and I know Michael Scott is in it. At that. At first, that's like that's what I used to think too. But then it's it's different, Yani. It's um the last two seasons are the, like they may be different from the first few. Yeah, they added so many new characters. But, yeah, the Sabre thing. Yeah. The... Uh, what was that? Nelly. Yeah, Nelly. I did not Catherine, like Nelly. I don't know. Catherine was way back. Yeah, they added Nelly. Nelly, she's the British one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Robert California and what's that other? CEO, the CEO of uh, Cyber, Sabre. Cyber, that was uh, Joe. Yeah, Joe. Uh, they added so much, and it was very obvious that they were trying to replace something. They wanted to add it, new things. Of course, too. of course. Michael was the yeah. heart of the of the show. Of the show, and like when when Jim is like in his office and he figures out that he's moving this day. <sighs> makes my heart ache every time it tells him like how he's the first the best uh, boss that he ever had had. (sighs) it's so sad but did your impressions change on Dwight I love Dwight the first two seasons I hated Dwight like not the first two the first two times I watched the show like uh, the more that I get older I appreciate Dwight's presence Exactly. And how it's exactly. important. And just, just the way he is. Yeah. And do you know about the office ladies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. G- Ange- the actors of, actresses of yeah. Angela and Pam started this podcast and they talk about like the behind the scenes of every episode in mm-hmm. the show. And they talked about like how uh, Dunder Mifflin really didn't appreciate Dwight until the end of the show. I mean, he was like the best employee that you can have. 
Exactly. He, he like literally was fighting for sales. <laughs> he went this one episode against the website. He made a challenge with himself against AI. That was that was pretty funny. It was so funny, and by the end, when he lost, and Jim and Pam did this very cute. I love I love how considerate Jim and Pam were. Yeah, they the sent show. they sent him a message like it was a good competition, and you were a worthy opponent. And this stuff being. like means so much for him. Mm-hmm. Like he takes this job way, way too seriously. Like he can be an idiot sometimes. Let's. He not. is an idiot, but as he says, like I would think what an idiot would do, and I wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the best. Like they gave him the best ending. Like the entire show ending, I love it. Yeah, I think it was they very did, satisfactory. Yeah, yeah, they they did well with all the characters. Mm-hmm. Like for the first time, like when I see when I remember, like I had this like. I was wondering, like, why did they add, like, this fight between Jim and Pam? But now, like, as I'm older and I'm seeing the show, it was so realistic to add that into the story. Mm-hmm. It couldn't have been just, like, this perfect thing that... So, yeah, when they, like, when Jim started, like, this new business in Florida yeah. was, or California? Florida. Yeah. About, like, uh, sports and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, moving there all the time, and she had this huge problem because now she has to work and take care of the family and take yeah. care of the house. And she was alone doing all of that where he was like in Florida do chasing his dream. But to him it made sense because in the beginning of the relationship she left him and went to New York to mm-hmm. to study like design and stuff. But yeah, like when I see it, like this is such a realistic thing yeah. to add. Like it's... I don't know, like, after the first time I hated it, like, why did you ruin their perfect relationship and what? But there is no such thing. No, uh, no. Yes, that added so much to me, like, after I realized why they did it. It's so amazing. And when she was, like, talking to him and then she started crying, that gets me every time. And it's, I do understand both Jim and Pam. Like, Pam was comfortable yeah. uh, in Scranton and she didn't want to uh, lose what she had there yeah. she was in, like she's fine yeah like everything. for her like she got everything she wants so like why risk it but at the same time when you go back to the first few seasons you see pam and like it's yeah she can do more she could do better than just be a receptionist yeah. and working in an office in a small city yeah but city. i think like her like her confidence levels really dropped after she dropped out of new york because like she's seen like what the real game is, mm-hmm. and she doesn't think she can compete with yeah. that. So I love how left. she transformed from like not you know being so afraid. Yeah. And then after that episode, when she steps over the fire thing. Yeah. And she just she has this breakdown, and she tells everyone what she thinks. I I love that for her, and then she becomes really really confident, and yeah, like, she you know in herself. Yeah, like, uh, all the characters in the beginning of the show were so naive. Mm -hmm. Like, Jim thought that he was quitting and he really disliked his job. And the first step is, like, he talks about the price of a ton of paper. But why do I know too much about paper? But then he (laughs) says, I know the favorite yogurt flavor for Pam and something. And he starts talking about that. But, yeah, like, by the end of the show... uh, 
everyone is so changed and yeah. it's a very nice way to end it and the ending oh whenever i see the ending i just weep and weep <laughs> it's so sad i just wish that ryan he, he could have done so much better yeah, yeah brian is just annoying i liked ryan yeah he was he was the cool guy of the office cool guy really Yeah, so this is our favorite printer giving us some office references. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. I did think that he was the cool guy of the office. Yeah. Uh, but I did not like... The Kelly the... thing? The what? The Kelly relationship dynamic or what? No, no, no. Like how they... Like he he managed to get Jan's job. Yeah. And the way he just fell after that. Yeah. I did not like what they did with with, uh, with his character. Yeah, I mean, I see it because, like, I know it's very obvious for many people about, like, how they want, like, all this success and wealth and when they reach there, they just go crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, have you seen the old Force Street? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the Leonardo DiCaprio. It's also, like, talks about, like, how when you win it all and what you do afterwards. Like, if you've yeah. got so much money... You wouldn't stay the same guy who was, like, hustling at the beginning. And yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was very anticipated for me that he's going to fall one way or another. Uh, he's also, like, very naive. And, he is, uh, yeah. he is. But, yeah, I love The Office. Uh, I, love, I love it more, like, every time I see so it. What do you think of Andy? Andy? Yeah, there are so many Andys in the world. Yeah. Family trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, he's people pleasing. Yeah, people pleaser. He he loves his uni too much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do. I kind of do have a little bit of Andy in me. We all have like a little bit of the office. All of the office characters mm-hmm. inside mm-hmm. of us. Like, I would think what an idiot would do, and I wouldn't do it. You know? I tell that to myself every morning when I wake up. Yeah. But I. He did, you know, get his, like, get the, he, he did get the job that he deserved always, and wanted, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, the characters are so well written. Mm-hmm. Everything just worked out at the end and everything just fell into place. Yeah, and, like, after I finished the show for the first time, and I think even at the first time I knew it was, like, much, much better than Friends. Mm-hmm. But I. So I finished it for the first time in 2018. Yeah. Then we went to Jordan and then like sadness happened. So 12th grade. Yeah. <sighs> Such a depressing time. So as soon as the sadness started, I wanted to rewatch Friends and The Office to have a conclusion about which sitcom is my favorite. So I started with... You take sitcoms very seriously. Yeah, I take so many stupid things very seriously, but yeah. So, I rewatched Friends, and my second time with Friends, it was alright, but my first time with it was so much better. But with The Office, it's the it, it, same. It, no, 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 it keeps getting better. Yeah, it's getting good each time. Yeah, I mean, you get the jokes, and now you are repeating them with the characters as they are saying it. Mm-hmm. You are like you know the story, so you just enjoy the details. Man, it's 
Yeah, it's the best. It's the best. It really is. I'm yeah. glad there's something that we could both agree on. Yeah, we agree on a couple of other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, I finished the second time, and by the second rewatch of the show, I loved it even more. And in the finale, I there are like, uh, so in 2018 when I went to Jordan, I and I got like the like official DVDs of the first season, so they have like some special features that mm-hmm. are not in, in the like versions that you see online. Yeah. So I've seen those, and I've seen Thread Level Midnight, the full version, like not the the one in the movie. There is like a full 30 minute Thread Level Midnight. Didn't they put that into a yeah, it's on, yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube by now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the that. entire movie. Yeah, I've seen that one. There are, like, these, like, special features when they go into a stadium and people are, like, uh, saluting them and, like, really appreciating mm. them. And I remember by that time, like, I said, like, I have to make something as great as this some point in my life. It's really, like fascinating and motivating about like how you can create these scenes and videos and stuff that can I don't know like inspire kids and teenagers and people all around the world and just like a camera and a microphone and a nice story Uh, the show itself did have a lot of um, was inspired by a lot of real life um, stuff as well Yeah, have you seen the British version like the original office I have seen a few episodes of it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Uh, it's it's basically it's filmed from the same um, angles. Yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty similar. But um, I was gonna talk about um, the wedding, Jim and Pam's wedding. Yeah, I love that. Uh, the thing that they do, the dance. Yeah. That was actually a YouTube video. Yes, that was yeah, taken from a YouTube video or um, the parkour thing that they do. <sighs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Talk. Yeah. So, it's pretty obvious that The Office is your favorite show, right? Mm-hmm. Any other show recommendations or shows that you love? Um, so other, we can wrap yeah. this thing up. <clears throat> uh, other shows that I've seen and loved. Um, as I mentioned, The Blacklist yeah. with James Spader. Uh, Outlander. Yeah, my sister recommended it to me a lot. It is really, really good. Yeah. Uh, I love like movies and um, TV shows that were taken, you know, from a book. Yeah. For example, there's this other movie, uh, The Girl on the Train. Yeah, I love that one. Have you read the book? I read the book a few years before the movie came out. Okay. I yeah. didn't know that it was going to be turned into a movie, and when I heard, it's that also still is one of my favorite movies. Um, like for me. Uh... Like most of my friends know that in 2017, like in the beginning, I had like a very serious disease. So I was out of school for a month. I was basically in bed doing nothing and I couldn't eat anything that had sugar or fat Mm -hmm. in it. Yeah. So I started like hearing about like the girl on the train and how it was released. Yeah. And uh, I know Tadim LeBlanc, so it's a must watch. Then, like, I first read the book, uh, like, a family relative got it to us from the UAE, and I finished the I book. I got my book there, too. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, I get the book, 
I keep reading it because like I have nothing better mm-hmm. to do in my life. And the book is really good. Yeah, well. it is. Yeah, it's very and, well written. And then I watch the movie, and it's such a nice experience. I love the book. And it's I like love the everything movie. that I've imagined in my head, they they like they captured it in the yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the actors, it's exactly how I was thinking. How how I was imagining. Yeah, the, the acting character. there is was amazing. And Emily Blunt is amazing. Yeah. Do you know that she's yep, Jim yep, Carrey? Yep. Okay, okay. Have you seen Quiet Place? Yep, of course. It's perfect. It's amazing. Like it's so obvious that they are like a real life mm-hmm. couple, mm-hmm. and like how their passion about like each other and the industry is shown in the movie. Uh, it's I don't know. I love it. And spoiler alert for the first Quiet Place when he dies. In the first movie. Can we not talk about that? I was in the cinema and I swear to God, like, tears were dropping. <laughs> oh, that reminded me. Another movie that, like, really made me cry was yeah. La La Land. Yeah, I love La La Land. I hated it for the first time that I've seen it, by the way. You've seen it twice? Three times by three now. Three times? Yeah. I've seen it once Paradiso, once when it dropped out. Is it three or four times? I don't know. So, it's either three or four. So, the first time I've seen it, it's all Martin Scorsese's fault. Like, he made this movie, Silence. Mm-hmm. It's probably the movie that I hate the most. Yeah. So, he made this movie, Silence, about, like, two Christian priests trying mm-hmm. to convert others to Christianity. I don't know. It was so boring and so slow. And I had to watch La La Land afterwards because, like, at the time, my dad only allowed us to use our phones and computers mm-hmm. for the weekend because he wanted us to keep studying. So I have to watch all the movies on my... Yeah, I have to watch all the movies I want to watch before the Oscars on that weekend. So I had, like, eight or nine movies that I had mm-hmm. to watch in two or three days. So I finished Silence and... I started La La Land, and I was so depressed at the time. I didn't get anything. I didn't enjoy the experience. And everyone was talking about how great it is. La I La said, Land. like, it's just a movie that everyone likes and I hate. Mm-hmm. But then, do you know what he's called? Uh, Amari Jarab, the one on YouTube. He does, like, these experiences about when he tries to... Mm-hmm. He played like this remake of La La Land song on, on his channel I said like that's so beautiful like why haven't yeah. I revisited that in what a year now or something so I sit down I rewatched La La Land for a second time and I fucking loved it I fell for it for every second the songs the, re- the ending yeah the, the ending. ending the ending is perfect I it's, love the it's ending it's not perfect yeah what is it hmm? what is it is it not like is it's it very bad? sad yeah that's why it's perfect realistic yeah so yeah I mean we have to wrap this thing up uh, first of all I should thank Ashkul for having us here They's, they've been such a great place to record this episode thank you Kashkul. thank you mr andrew thank you for having us here the place is amazing and yeah secondly thank you lena 
for being here. I, I would like to thank you for keeping up with me. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, it's, I know it's, that we had a, a, a more difficult time trying to set everything up. and. It's okay, it's okay. It's really a pleasure track. having you here and thanks for taking the time and classes and everything to put this on your schedule. It's really appreciated. Thank you. Thanks for our uh, moderators for listening to what we said and editing the episodes. We love you, man. And yeah, thanks to everyone who's listening up to this point. And yeah, love you all. Have a great day and bye-bye. Bye-bye.